The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? If you change your mind, take a chance, on the first in line, take a chance, honey, I'm still free, take a chance on me, if you need me, let me know, gonna be around, if you got no place to go, when you're feeling down, if you're all alone, the pretty What friends is the price of labor? Sure, you get to take a day off once a year on a Monday, eat some meat, see your kids, or once. You also miss out on my brother, my brother, and me. Now, our, granted, our most sacred holiday at my brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> granted, maybe we should have warned people in the previous episode that, that we were going to be taking a siesta. I thought that Labor Day was such a cherished, cherished I thought, day. I thought it would, it would be, be assumed. assumed that we, we were going to take question, our siesta. My question what kind of life are you living that you know like a week ahead what you're going to be doing the next week? That's crazy. That's crazy. I, I, if we um, support one thing here on Mabim Bam, it's living in the moment. And in the moment on Wednesday, we decided Labor Day wouldn't work out. Hey, it was very impulsive. It's a gift. That's why they call it the present. Oh. Mill that over for a while. I'm Did you see how angry to. people got? Yeah. Oh, Holy they were shit, man. Like tear it apart. What a, why are the, why are they trying to download a podcast on Labor Day? Why aren't they out drinking a Miller High Life with their buds and playing ladder ball? Here's a funny uh here's a funny truth that you can take from what you will. We're recording this on September eleventh. Yeah. Well So Priorities, I guess. So who's mad now? Who's mad now, America? I put off my Patriot Day. Um, I forget what I do every year, but I do something, and and I put it off for you guys. You said you'd never forget. Oh. You're right. Uh, so let's uh, get it crack a And This is, of course, an advice show for the modern era. Um, and Labor Day aside, we, we still are going to cling to that that ethos. God, I wish you guys could see the question list when Travis emails them out. It, it would be like less cra- it would be less crazy if he cut letters out of magazines and glued them to his <laughs> scanner. I swear to God, it looks it's just so many different things together. Okay. Uh here we go. So Yes. I have a friend whose last name is McElroy. Should I trust him? Given the fact that there was no new Mabim Bam last week, I wonder if it's all McElroys that are liars, or is that a particular trait reserved to the West Virginia McElroy clan? Form spring. It's all of them. You son of a bitch. You know what? Take a what? chill pill. Hey, chillax. Is that it? Is that our answer to that one? That's our, our witty. <laughs> oh, report? I thought you were that your inflection said to me that you were that you were going into something, but you really just wanted him to take hey, a chill pill. Form spring. Pump hey. those brakes. Pump the brakes. It's all good. It's we all needed. Good. We needed. The real reason we took the day off is because I was traveling and Justin was traveling, and Travis I was, was hunting. on a four-day drunk. <laughs> Travis was hunting, and on a four-day drunk. <laughs> I was drunk so hunting. We drunting. took a week off. We did some spirit journeying 
some some literal journeying. Um, I I some dropped killing. some I dropped some peyote in a desert. Can can we address the fact that Travis just combined drunk and hunting into drunting? <laughs> it's a Have you never been drunting? It's a pretty killer portmanteau. Every but there is no hunting without drunting. Like yeah, it's only drunting. I was going to say sure. I'm pretty sure those two things can't be divorced from one another. Yeah, although most of those guys actually divorce. <laughs> right. <laughs> Interestingly enough, this weekend Listen. me and my cousin, same age, are moving into our first apartment as roommates this weekend. It seems like he's already slacking on apartment responsibilities. We've split up, like, getting certain utilities. What should I do? Don't let that shit hit the fans so he learns the hard way to hold up his end, or do I pick up the slack so I can have electricity in my new apartment? Rob. You Rob, know who I bet has a great answer for this? Griffin. Yeah. Hey, Rob, if you do hit let shit hit fan, he is going to start cleaning up around the place. Mm-hmm. Like, if you throw <laughs> shit into your fan, oh boy. The problem is that if, mop too sweet. If, if you don't have electricity, the fan won't be on, so it'll just like mm-hmm. hit the fan and then just like slide down. It won't have the 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 buckshot effect that you might be hoping for. I I find that like arrangements like these that I've seen in my life, and you guys probably have some more um, insight in this, but I think it works. Like I don't think you should split up setting up utilities. Like I think it should be there should be one person in charge of like making sure all that shit is on point and then one person who has to write a check in, because i think in, if you split it up between two it's not gonna fly in every apartment i've ever lived in i've always been utility man i don't know well, why i don't that, know i don't know how it comes down to that always but like i think it's maybe just i have like a subconscious control freak thing and i worry that if i don't do it then the other people that i live with won't do it which is a completely irrational fear and the glasses Except well, for the maybe thing is, right. in any relationship, whether it's you know dating or living together or roommates or friends, there's always one person that's going to be more responsible than the other one. And so mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like, if one person was an amazing cook, why would the other person cook? You know what I mean? So sure. you're more. Responsible. So who was that party when you and I lived together, Travis? The more responsible one. It was you. Yeah, you think? But that is because Justin and I have trained you from a very young age to do anything to if be we the, act like to be someone's going to die. Well, okay. if we're like, oh my god, the phone, you'll run and answer the phone. So I just right. did that with electric bills. I'll be honest, when you said that just now, I started to run into my kitchen. <laughs> I realized that. You got halfway in there. You realized, like hey, wait a minute, this is a trick. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's more important that you, uh, that you just take up the, the utilities charge. And, you know, I think you can split duties as far as, like, I'll do utilities, you mow the lawn or do the dishes. Right. But what or, is important is that you you do talk about it because the last thing you need is to live with your cousin and like two months in every time you see him you imagine like killing him in the night you know yeah, what i mean have discussions and good. say i am upset with you i am upset with you i have feelings and they live in this apartment with you <laughs> is Nate, it weird Nate on gmail asks is it yeah. weird that i've been facebook poking an ex-girlfriend of mine solely for the fact that it's an excuse for her to keep me on her mind for quick hookups whenever she's in town Relationship-wise, we're a horrible pairing, but when it comes to getting down, it's crazy dope and seems like it's worth <laughs> an ephemeral trip to the bone zone. Nate, Gmail. That's how is, I'm going to say his name. Not Nate. 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 Um, it sounds like, Nate, you have a pretty good grasp on this relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, is, it, is it weird? No. Is it despicable? Maybe. A little sleazy, but like... <sighs> It's weird. It's not weird that you're boning down on your ex-girlfriend every time she comes in town. Whatever. Like, that's your bag. You guys have that arrangement. Cool. What is weird is that the, the 
exercise that you conduct in order to facilitate <laughs> said boning is a Facebook poke. I think you're. I think you're thinking of a poke for a poke. Maybe what my would... my like grandma like pokes me every now and then. Does that? Oh. Is there a Facebook post? Please put that in context. Um, when, when you guys when you guys get poked on Facebook, do you imagine yourself getting poked in the tum and do a little giggle and squeal? Like that's the kind of poke I always imagine. I always we, imagine getting poked right in the base of the back of my skull and turning around real quick. Hey like, jerk! Oh God! Hey jerk! Turn around! I'm poking you. I don't think I've ever. I think I think maybe I poked someone back in the 60s. I think it's been I think it, it's probably been a while since my last poke. Man, 60s Facebook was the best. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what we should do? I think that the Mabim Bam community should start just crazy ass poking each other. I think that pokes I think that we need to get pokes going again. It's like hugs, kisses on the cheek, both of those are done. Out. Mm-hmm. Pokes are the new jam. I just poked you. <laughs> Did you really? I'll start poking people right now on Facebook. I have it open in another window. No. Yeah. Uh, I, wait, to- wait. Speaking of Facebook, I, I have to talk about this. I don't think you guys got this invite to this uh, to this exclusive event, um, but uh, I got an invite to a Mabim Bam listening party that's going on right now. Hopefully, otherwise, I'm making a jackass out of myself in Jeff Monblock's dorm room. Um, did you guys get that that invite? No. I'm looking no, at this guest I, list. It's a it's a high class affair. Yeah, people like Henry. Would you say exclusive? Um, I mean, there are only five people attending, so it's either exclusive <laughs> or just really sad. But uh, or both. I, I think it's a great idea. It's so, exclusively sad. So Brendan and Henry and Jeff and Michael and Robbie. I hope uh, I hope the party's going well. I hope maybe you're meeting some new people. Um, maybe you've got a. <laughs> but I maybe, doubt it. Maybe you've got a dance mix that you're playing. Maybe a little mingling. I Maybe. think this, this is a great idea. I think that uh, uh, listening parties are um, are going to be a great way to spread the mabim bam to to your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth is so much more contained and um, concentrated in a um, party situation. Just be careful because I've never heard of a mabim bam listening party that didn't turn into a key party like right afterwards, mm-hmm. yeah. like almost instantly. You feel so smart. You're on a knowledge high, and then what's up? It's amazing how tight those Venn diagrams are. It's yeah, like hundred percent. That's what um, that's Get what it. she said. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Well, I wasn't sure. Now I'll have to do. I'll ironically, I'll have to do a Venn diagram to see if that was funny or not. Um, <laughs> I'm a 26 year old male and have been gun to notice a confusing trend. What's the proper way to greet an older woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Griffin, Griffin just demonstrated. I'm not sure we have to go too much further. Griffin, what what is the proper greeting? Mm. Okay, I noticed that recently when I greet women, they started kissing my cheek and not merely giving the hugs. I'm used to receiving. That's what I'm saying. Hugs do out, I, kisses in. Do Pokes I go next. in and kiss them as well? Do I pretend the awkward moment never happened, or do I punch them in the face like Travis is thinking? Help, please, Pat from. Gino. I've I've seen a. Uh, an upsettingly positive response to Travis uh, talking about punching women in the face during last show. I know, show. right? What seemed like an offhanded comment uh, has become a doctrine amongst certain yeah, sects of You our... tapped a weird, creepy vein, and I'm not happy it exists. <laughs> yeah. Like, someone um, was like, heard that, was like, yeah, yeah! Finally! The voice I've been and waiting And then I started hear. my own kind of fight club. 
Um, Only it's not a fight club. No one talks about woman punching club. They have they have woman punching fight club. It's called prison. It's called (laughs) guys who are in prison now. Um, uh, Nate, uh, Pat, you're missing out on the the third option. Do I go in in case? Do you pretend it never happened? No. You make it even more awkward. Mm -hmm. By when they break away, you make intense eye contact and say, "I really appreciated that. I I needed that in the worst way." God, that was re- that was really nice. You smell that was like, exactly you what smell I like the sweetest cocoa butter. That or was nice. Look them right in the nose and say, "Just one, you just Ooh. just the one." You don't want to go back for a second scoop. I, I think the older you get, the the more um, acceptable acceptable it is to have a, affectionate greetings. I think the more. Does that make sense? Like, as you get older, the more affectionate your greetings The become. less viable you are as a sexual partner. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think that that's, I think that's something you earn. I think that's something you unlock. I think if, if all of us had our druthers, uh, whenever we met new people, he'd, you know, give them seven minutes in heaven real quick. Yeah. You know? Just, just to suss them out. Yeah, just to suss them out. But um, at my age uh, of 23, I think I'm at, I think I'm at like a mid-range hug you know, not like a quick embrace like you did in middle school, but not like the long, like 30-something, um, this means something hug. Yeah. It, I, uh, I I decided to skip straight to my 80s. So when I meet new people, I say something vaguely racist to them mm-hmm. and then confuse them for my deceased wife. Oh, <laughs> like it. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a, it's said some people like some people are like, ooh, I don't know. That's a bit much. But some mm-hmm. people really connect to it because they love old people. They I tell them that oh. they look like uh, celebrities that have been dead for thirty years. <laughs> I like that too. just like Clark Gable. <laughs> um, Yahoo answered. Were those original? <laughs> Yahoo answers. Is hard candy. This this question was sent in to us by Cheesecake Jones, um, and I think you you know what it is. Uh, it's a Yahoo answers question from Lindsay O'Malley, who asks, "What does my son mean?" My son keeps saying something strange, and I can't find what it means anywhere. I'll ask him to do something, and he'll say, Mom, I'm on that like a dong gnat. <laughs> what does he mean? I searched on Google and got nothing. Is this a music reference? Drugs? I know people smoke dongs with weed. <laughs> but no. I didn't well, find not one. not quite, Lindsay. <laughs> but I didn't find one in his room. Help. Yeah, um... Let me get uh, one of those glass-blown pipes, and uh, what's the biggest weed dong that you have that I can legally buy? For tobacco, of course. Yeah, I want to smoke uh, tobacco out of the biggest dong you have in the store. Just the biggest, one with a novelty name, too. Like, um, uh, Help me out, Travis. I'm sure you, you know more novelty dong names than I do. I don't want to play this game because no. any answer I give is incriminating. And you sure. always lose. You yes. always lose this game. You guys, you guys are poking fun at this, but I think that there's a deeper level on which I am concerned, and that is apparently Lindsay O'Malley's son has an infestation of gnats <laughs> of on gnats his on his dong. Yeah. He's um, the only one using this phrase. That can't be a good sign. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you Google dog gnat and nothing comes up. Yeah, that's, that's not it's good. It's a medical problem. Is it, is it possible that he has some sort of um, uh, sexual fetish with rotten fruits Ooh. that perhaps is attracting some 
some unwanted aphids to is his base down there? Yes, it is. Gnats are aphids, right? I got that right? I believe they're, they're flies. Lindsay, I don't think you have anything to worry about, except it sounds like your son is sweetly retarded. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's 35 years old. I don't know if that's a problem. Also, why does his crotch smell like a two-week-old golden delicious apple? Hard to say. <laughs> oh. Hard to say. Actually, Lindsay, it sounds like your son's pretty cool. I think if somebody <laughs> out there in my real life said that, I would, I would probably freak out a little bit. Well, here's the scale. 35 years old, it's a problem. 12 years old, coolest kid ever. Coolest kid sure. ever. Um, uh. So where do I... This is something Greggy... Greggy from Gmail, or board Greggy from Gmail wants to know, where do you find the motivation to finish a project? I have a terrible habit of starting projects like Android apps, websites, games, etc., and never finishing them. There's always a game to play, a movie to watch, or something less productive to do, so it's hard to finish random projects. Where do you find the motivation to build the empire that is Mabim Bam? Are you kidding? <laughs> do you know how much motivation is required to to poop out a show every week or yeah. <laughs> sometimes not well i mean yeah really i mean it flagged enough that we took a week off so two weeks off two we're weeks really off. bad at this the, th- um, the thing with the bim bam is that and and part of what makes it uh you know you don't we don't need motivate our our motivation to do it is that we really enjoy it like mm-hmm. that's kind of all the motivation we and need all, the, is like, we all that money all that. Oh, God. All, yeah. And all, all that sweet, that sweet cheddar. Cheddar. That I These buy Siberian the tiger puppies aren't going to pay for themselves. Yep. Wait, um, tiger's puppies? Are you riding your tiger again during the show? We said during yes. the show you wouldn't. But he's so epic. Have Gregor feed him a steak and keep him out of the room for like an hour. Okay, hold on a second. Gregor! Um, yes, no. Greg, listen. <laughs> I think I, I have this pit of energy that it, like in my in my belly that I can just reach down into um and not literally but I visualize that like reaching down into my into my stuff you know and just pulling out the the reserves that I need to to get something done uh usually accompanied by a power jam um that that almost always does the trick for me I'm going to I'm going to preface oh, this by saying that this might be something a lazy person says but if you don't have the motivation to do something, don't do it. Just chill, man. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? The this end of the day, it. if you were to get hit by a bus, are you going to look back and say, thank goodness I finished that novel? Or are you going to say, thank goodness I took that three-hour nap? i tell you what, no, uh, really help, what, a, what really helps motivate me, uh, and, and you might want to try this, Greg. Uh, uh, once you accept the inevitability and... Um, ever-increasing closeness of your death, mm-hmm. I think that'll really help to motivate you. Because, like, you don't want to leave this world without an Android app in it, do you? You don't. It's just around the corner, Greg. Just around the corner, Greg. Maybe uh, maybe pass in the Will and Grace Marathon and uh, get busy living. Funerals or, or, in today, Or get busy Greg. dying. Or get busy dying. One of the two. Shawshank. <laughs> Greg. You just been shanked. You've been shanked, Greg. And if you got shanked, who would finish iFart for the Android? <laughs> no one would. That's who, Greg. You are the only Greg we have, Greg. Don't leave us without your Gregness. Well, there it is. If that's not there motivation, I don't Come know what on, it is. Come on, Greg. Also, um... And you can always call us, Greg. Also, 
speed. Gives yeah. you that extra yeah. that extra boost you need to, to just a little bump, just a little bumperoo bump to help to you uh, bump finish studying for that that exam. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. I'm currently a senior in high school. I'm not. That's not true. Uh, but Cody is uh, from Gmail, and Cody says I'm in charge of making our prom go on without a hitch. Do you, as the wizards of cool, mm-hmm. have any ideas for a venue theme or other advice? Mm-hmm. Underage drinking. Underage drinking is it a problem? As a theme, like a I, scientific think, I think every prom is secretly themed underage drinking. It's themed. I snuck uh, vodka into this uh, this prom in this shampoo bottle. Uh, what about the inevitability and ever increasing closeness of your death? <laughs> How does that grab you? It's not terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember some of the themes of our proms, and there is stuff like, um, yeah, Paradise City and stuff like that. So Wait, I think you- what you need to do is you need to find an awesome like '80s metal band and pick a, a. And my advice: pour some sugar on me, and as people walk into the gym. You just dump buckets of sugar on them. What about a night of drunting? Subtitle, the most silliest game. And you just have everyone drunt each other. Oh, no, no. <laughs> most, most, high schools, most high schools, they actually they forbid that. There's like a two to three inch rule. What? That you have to keep. Um, you between, can't drunt anybody? Yeah, any, any orifices on, on two human beings have to remain at least two to three inches away from one another. That's, uh, that's the new So law. does that, you mean if you shoot someone and create a new orifice, then yeah, you could actually get yourself still, in a catch right too? Yeah, like that kid. To be who, fair, though, a lot of schools will allow um, bow drunting. Yeah, bow drunting is fine. Uh, as long as it's a clean kill and uh-huh. you don't bring down more than, I think, 80 to 90 pounds uh, of, of eatable, edible meat. Yeah. Basically. It's a there's a formula on most walls next to the sign that reminds you to to wash your hands and read. Hey, how about also, like a, can I suggest Wizards of Cool? Wizards of Cool is good. How about like a Roland Emmerich themed uh, a prom? It's just a bunch of a bunch of disasters going on. Whoa, I kind of like that. Yeah, like um, yeah, and I don't just mean the pimply faced kids. I mean like real disasters. Like literal. Like one corner could be 2012, right? Um, uh-huh. So it could look like a big flood. One corner could be Men in Black? No, Independence Day. Uh, that's That one would be, obviously, Aliens. Um, yeah. Uh, you could have a Godzilla area. Sure. Uh, what about area uh, where you drop the temperature all the way down, day after tomorrow? Yeah, loving it. I love it. This is a, we. You have so many good ideas. If you can't come up with something about, uh, out of these, then maybe you are the problem. But Coney, all those are patented, so yeah, any well, but those. <laughs> Coney, Coney, you have a great opportunity right now. What if you made it a Coney theme prom? Whoa, ooh! Like I don't know how you go about himself, doing that. Just like big pictures of himself, just big pictures of himself, like, like him throughout his lifetime, um, and nobody's allowed to dance uh, uh, except for him, unless they're dancing with him. Does that make sense? What about? I think that's the greatest idea ever. What about an evening of Mabim Bam? Okay. Subtitle, the only answer is slow dancing to Wilson Phillips. And it could be, and it could just be all about us. Make you want to turn around and say goodbye. Bye. Say goodbye. To them, baby. Don't you know? Don't you know? 
Don't you know things will change, change, things will go, go, go your way if you hold on one more day. Um, but wait, I you went in Aaron Neville. You went into Bebo Bryce. Wait, what? Aaron Neville, you dig it. I'm an <laughs> I'm an unemployed mathematician. I sent out resumes weekly to new places and haven't gotten a phone call or email back. Um, my resume has a standard ed- education, work experience, special skills, references, etc. I'm in an odd place where I am too educated for some jobs and not educated enough for others. Dummy. Since I have a master's degree, I can't get a job as a secretary or something like that because they know I'll only be there until something better comes along. Okay. However, I don't have the experience needed for a lot of jobs because uh, I taught for the last four years and don't want to teach anymore. So what can I do to my resume to get noticed? Or should I just give it up and go get a PhD? Any help is appreciated. Sad math girl. Let's see who that's from. Which is nice. We, we ask that people send in nicknames. Um, yeah. That one's kind of depressing. That one lands yeah. on the depressing end of the spectrum. But um, I suppose it, it works. Hey, I have, I have a theory, sad math girl. What do you think about stop introducing yourself both in person and in your resume as a mathematician. Cause I read that and I was just like, snoozer. Yeah. Right. Let's hit yeah, the there's, on this there's no rule that says you have to put anything on your resume. So if your resume is like, this is too impressive. Yeah. Dumb it down. How about Dumb a, it down. how about math magician or, Whoa. um, numerologist? Both Whoa. of those, I think, have a little bit of extra flair. Uh, I, I think that one of the real practical ways that you can pad out your resume is to take fencing classes. And Now, stay with me. I think that if I was looking at a stack of resumes and you look at the experience, blah, 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 blah. You look at the bottom, extracurriculars, and you see, whoa, fencing? And then you start to like construct a whole fantasy about this person because they're, they're a sword fighter. They're out there fight with swords. Here's, you wouldn't want them on the team. I, I don't want to poke holes in, okay. in your thing okay. here. But um, I would wager that, okay. oh, 90% of all mathematicians uh, or members of the mathematician community uh, belong to some sort of society for creative anachronism. Meaning <laughs> fencing is just Ew. old hat to them. Um, they know so all about They could put on their resume swashbuckler. Still, still. Maybe not. Maybe you list amongst your curricular activities that you're not a member of the Society for Creative Anachronism. Yeah, that, I think that's that might be Just list a bunch of things that you like. People would assume about you as a mathematician that you won't do. Like I won't tell you about integers or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what mathematicians do. I promise. My yeah, you solemn need promise. You need you. some sort of coolness indicator. Um, yeah, just not fencing. Uh, maybe. Maybe a list Drunting. of all the famous people that you've met. That might be kind of nice on a resume. You gotta move away from this mathematician game because, like, mm-hmm. we've all got calculators now. We're done with math. Like, as far as something we need people to be good at, no more of that. We're past that. You gotta set. You gotta style yourself as an adventurer who sometimes does math stuff. Ooh, right. Like, yeah. do you think when Indiana Jones hands in his resume? It says the top, like, professor. Bullshit. Archaeologist? guy? No. Archaeologist? No. It says dude who shot a guy with swords. Nazi. Indiana Nazi Jones. puncher. Professional Nazi puncher. Nazi puncher. Sad math Wait. girl. 
Wait, what's that? Your job, your only job is for an archaeologist? Yeah, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You want someone on the team. Not someone who's good at math. Someone who's good at adventure. Hey, hey. speaking of um, studies, <laughs> here's a Yahoo Answers question. Um, it comes to us from Tweeler H., uh, who asks? It's, it's very scientific too. So, so try not to laugh because it is it is scientific. Why do women like to eat men's diarrhea? In parentheses, gender studies. Check, please. <laughs> Justin, check, guys. Please, I'm out. Hey, no, guys, I'm cashing out. Listen, I'm done. Last my bim bam. Chill out. It's okay. gender studies. Oh, it's oh, actually, it's, it's science. Parenthetical. It's gender studies, guys. Chill out. Uh, with a bonus, like in the video, Two Girls, One Cup. Uh-huh. Um, well, Travis, you went to, like, four psychology classes. Uh, break yes. it down for us. Well, people are weird. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got. So um, you went to psychology classes and obviously not gender studies classes. Yeah. No. Well, it, it's funny that this comes up. Um Oh, Stay with me here, I promise. Oh. Inevitably, whenever somebody sits around and starts listing off, you know, different random weird sexual terms, like, you know, glass bottom boat and, you know, uh, Cincinnati bow tie and things like that, the question always comes up, who actually does these things? Who does that? I don't you're, think that that's and true. And you're saying that people on the internet do that. People on the internet do that. It was a phenomenon uh, before the internet. No one did these things. But now you can't just fall off a table and expect to be internet famous. Is there you is gotta, there any way some poop. that we can cut the internet out of the product that we make here at at Mabim Bam Industries? Hmm. So like we can mail out audio tapes, like cassettes, just like individually. Yeah, I love that. Get churches to like store them on a wall. I love that. It's like different numbered. I really love that idea. It's just the I, internet makes me so uncomfortable. Like everything about it. Uh, goes against everything that I I that makes me uncomfortable. It I makes know, me afraid. I know you're a mathematician, but I see an entry on your uh, your your resume here for gender studies, specifically relating to why uh, women like to eat men's diarrhea. Uh, can you explain that a little bit? Hired. Was that your hired? Was that your focus? Was that your minor? You're hired. Let's move Sold. on. I'm grossed Let's out. Move on. Now. I'm grossed out now. My girlfriend and I can never pick dinner easily. We've tried setting up alternating nights of who picks dinner, going through all our options together, and even picking out recipes and restaurants and assigning each one a side on a D20 and then roll for dinner. Gross. However, each night still ends up with a 30 minute conversation on what we eat, regardless of our methods of choosing. Is there a better method to choose dinner? Almost just, certainly. <laughs> all, there has to be. Are we, are we just doomed to an eternal existence of not knowing what we're going to eat? Or can the greatest advice cast let us know what to eat? The peckish pear. That's the best one yet. Um, this seems to be a good way is what do you got? Yeah, what do you got in the house? Because I tell you, I'd love to eat steak every night. But most of the time, I have frozen chicken rings. <laughs> what the That's fuck? Not real. A chicken ring? Get right out of town. Can you yeah, can you elaborate? 
Can well, you expand on that? It's like a chicken it? tender that has been bent into a circle and just throws. In case you want to wear it like a bracelet for snacking well, what on the go. You do is you stack them on your fingers like rings, and then you eat them off um, while pretending to be Russian. That's whatever horrifying. Happened, whatever happened to that middle brother that used to be on that show? <laughs> Didn't you hear? He ate chicken rings almost exclusively and died at the age of twenty-nine. And here's the bad news. They've made me sick every time I've eaten them, and I've bought three bags of them. (laughs) I just can't stop. We need to have one entire episode just solely about Travis's diet. Um, (laughs) Because it is Do you know what I ate yesterday? Tell me. I ate an entire bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Christ on a bike. (laughs) Travis. That's it. And then a Dr. Pepper and cookies and cream ice cream float. Tell everyone, tell everyone about um, your, your regular breakfast meal, because that's the, that's the worst thing I've ever seen a human Well, like when consume. I do a full breakfast? No, 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 no. Like uh, your, your bagel. Your bagel monstrosity. <laughs> My bagel monster. Uh, like when I do like a, an everything bagel with mustard and cheese and, and uh, banana peppers and meat. This like is, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a that's a hearty breakfast and also lunch and dinner. That's like yeah, an MRE. Can. That oh god, <laughs> you skip right past brunch to insanity. You're we, a crazy. Somewhere person. along the line, everyone loses that kind of childlike impulse where they just sit in the middle of a kitchen and say, "I want to eat all of this. Do it. Let's See, go for but it." You're, and I, but you, I've chosen to never lose that. So pickish pair. Um, I think first you say. Uh, you just got to close things out. You got to say, do we want to go out or do we want to stay in? Okay, that takes care of like a huge portion of those things. And then you think about what you've had in the past. What did we have recently? And if that doesn't work, uh, I always look at pictures of starving kids and I just eat the first thing that's in front of me. Cause, like, <laughs> Which is usually a picture of a starving kid. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I eat so many. That's why you can't have a picture of a starving kid in our house. Because I'll look at it and just get mm. feel so grateful. And uh, um, guilty about debating what I'm going to eat. I just eat the first thing I say. Uh, here's a method Teresa and I use, which is whoever feels like cooking gets to pick what we eat. Mm-hmm. So, like, if she doesn't want to cook and I do, we're going to eat whatever I want. If I don't feel like cooking and she does, we're going to eat whatever she wants. That's good. Uh, so You could also use Travis's other method, which is to eat like you're going to commit suicide later that day. <laughs> Skydiving, everything, bagel eating. Uh, so, I, I'm actually writing a movie called Eat, Pray, Love, Be Sad. <laughs> Eat, pray, love, cry yourself to sleep. Eat, nap, pray, nap, love. <laughs> Disappointment. Cry. Sit on the toilet for four hours. My <laughs> wife and I have been married for a little over three years. As we near our 30s, we are bombarded with questions dealing with having children on a near constant basis. We all had always said we'd have kids in the future, but as I said, future gets close. We are realized we don't want to. After all, we love our life, freedom, and knowing having children will change everything. It seems to be what society expects from a married couple. And when we mention our decision, they always try to change our minds or make us feel like we're making a mistake. How to respond to the criticism of others without having to justify our personal choice, Travis and Megan. Mm. Okay, so Travis Megan, if you get to, f- I'm a married guy. If you, so I feel especially qualified. Anyways. If you get to fifty, right, mm-hmm. and you said, "God, we screwed up. We should not have had. We we should have had a kid. It's too late. Can't you're have all, a kid. You're all dried up. All dried up down there. It's like a desert. And but if you get to, f- so so here's my suggestion: have a kid, 
just don't get like super invested. Yeah. Just don't keep like, it on the sidelines. Keep it on the sideline. Like I have a sideline kid. Maybe just like emotion. Like, you can't. You can't put him in a freezer. No. But like emotion. Treat him freezer. like a third roommate. Right. They will be so, if you withhold love until you're past childbearing age. They will be so desperate for that love, um, or they will have moved out. But either way, you, you'll at least have your options open. I think. I, I think you're you're denying the world of a of a little Tragen, which is what his name would be. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. a Tragen with like really great taste in podcasts. Mm-hmm. Here, here's my advice. Whenever you say to someone, I don't plan on having a kid, and they say, why not? Just stone face, look them right in the eye and say, because I'd kill it. <laughs> Accidentally. 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 But, like, I don't trust myself to keep it alive. Oh, my God. I have that thought. I have that thought on the reg. Like, what if I actually did create offspring? That thing would be dead in, like, 60 days tops. They're, like, glass peaches. Those things, like... <laughs> You gotta be super duper careful with that, and I can't keep an iPhone without breaking it. I dropped That's a I fact. dropped the same bagel yesterday morning three times before I got it to my desk. <laughs> and three times. Everyone knows Griffin bagel. loves bagels. Um, Travis dropped a bagel yesterday, but it was in horror at what he was about to do. <laughs> I can't do this. I had a moment of clarity. Then Teresa's like, "Why are you picking your bagel up off the ground?" My moment of clarity ended, and I really want to eat this, this nightmare, this holocaust of a bagel I've created. I went uh, to the store and they have bagel packages on sale like for a dollar. I bought ten packages of bagels and so I have eaten bagels. all of them. Tragen, Tragen, listen, you need to get in now um, under because you're you're approaching this wire that if you don't get in under it, either you will have uh, a baby when you're like forty years old against the laws of science and God, uh, <laughs> or you'll adopt one. Uh, but either way, you'll be the creepy old parents who everybody doesn't know if you're their grandparents or what's the situation Did there. Are you some sort of foster family? Did their real parents die in some sort of horrible accident? Um, you would think all that matters is that you're providing the child a loving home, but you'd be wrong. Not true. Nope. You got to be sexy. You got to be sexy, sexy as fuck. <laughs> no, no one's ever heard of a of a um, uh, um, milk like a mom. I'd like to know mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Maybe learn some things about mom. I'd like to hang out with mom. I'd like to chill with a milk. All I know is that what you definitely want to do is make a decision. You're not sure about and commit 18 years of your life, at least to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't have a kid. You don't want a kid. Don't do it. Do it. I know. I I want to dip into something um, that Travis talked about a couple shows ago. Uh, but he, fo- he finally followed through for, for this week's episode. We, we use Yahoo Answers as a pretty constant source of uh, comedy. Uh, Travis suggested we, we dip into Wiki Answers, which is apparently a very uh, similar site. It advertises itself as the world's leading Q&A site. Um, only I, I'm seeing a lot of Qs and almost no As. Uh, but Travis has picked a selection... Uh, here that I'm just going to burn through really quick, um, if that's okay with you guys. Yep. Um, Do you think that the members of B5 can tell when thick girls that are their fans get upset when they show the thin girls more love? What are some reasons why people decide to love in a particular? Who is Allison's enemy? 
is suking cock dangerous? <laughs> when a man starts calling you sugar, do not give any reason to make me feel jealous, for I might do a thing that you may regret for the rest of your life. <laughs> what which thing that dry measure two kilogram, wet one kilogram, and after burn three kilogram? Hey, Wiki Answers, what the fuck is going on on your website? At least Yahoo Answers are like coherent, like bugs in my vagina. What pesticide is recommended? Real question that I was going to ask on the show, but decided not to, but just did. Like, but that's a thought. That's a complete thought uh, that is positing a query that is answerable. My favorite on there, just in like a meta way, is um, when a man starts calling you sugar. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not even a sentence. It's not even a sentence fragment. It's like, it's just a collection of words. It doesn't mean anything. In short, um, I don't think we can use wiki answers. I think it's the, I think it's this spiraling vermilion eye of madness that I just don't, I don't want to gaze into or else I'll lose it's who terrifying. I am. So I want to, um, I, I want to hear the last question. We have something to talk about really quick. Oh, I God, heard Griff, Griff and I heard you had maybe kind of a bad experience. Well, um, last week's episode, we talked quite a bit about uh, the foodstuffs. If Not you... last week's. <laughs> Our bad. <laughs> uh, the foodstuffs, if you can even call it that, uh, known as super donuts. Uh, uh-huh. I think the three of us were looking back on that particular food with um, with rose tinted goggles. I think that uh, I think that maybe our memories of super donuts were sweeter than the actual food itself, uh, because I, I recently had. Uh, or took part in a super donut party uh, when I was back in Huntington visiting. And holy shit, those things are so awful. Um, what? They're so yeah, bad. Let me posit you this question. Is it possible they've changed the formula? I think it, it, it's very possible because I don't remember them tasting like uh, wienerless corn dogs, which is the only way I can describe the flavor therein. Um, which, if that sounds appealing to you, then you're a monster. It... Uh, it was it was really bad. We even warmed them up. We microwaved them and we we toasted them on a fire. Uh, neither method made them edible. Um, so that's my opinion on it. But uh, we have a second opinion from close, dear, sweet friend of the show, Evan Minsker, which I'd, I'd like to read. Uh, okay. Evan Minsker's. Uh, Super Donuts, a counterpoint. Hello, Brothers McRoy. Evan Minsker here. After the last episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, the Brothers Minsker decided to throw a Super Donuts party at the Minsker family home. We procured the Super Donuts from S&J Market in Barbersville, bought far too many of them, 27 donuts total, started a fire in the backyard, had beer and hot dogs, and, of course, the donuts. Upon eating the donuts, most of us learned that our nostalgia for Super Donuts outweighed the actual taste. As Griffin put it, they taste like corn dogs without actual dogs inside. He informed everyone present that on this week's show, he would go on the record and tell the world not to eat super donuts. I, all of this is true so far. I've, I've done all of that. That's where I take issue. Okay, so yes, they do taste like corn dogs. On that point, I concede. But now that the party's over, I was left with approximately 16 super donuts. Yes, that means I have to either eat all of them or give them away. So here I am doing God's work, eating super donuts every effing day until I run out. But there's a twist to this story. I have become acclimated to the corn dog with a hint of cinnamon taste. I think I've gotten in touch with my inner elementary schooler, and alas, I think they're terrific. 
Fun fact. Did you know that a super donut fulfills the USDA requirement for a fruit or vegetable as well as a bread? It's true. And they're full of vitamins. Oh, man. There are so many vitamins. They have to print the ingredients on a transparent background, making it impossible to see what it is that you're actually ingesting. (laughs) So, brothers, I say this. If you're going to tell listeners not to eat super donuts, make one amendment. Don't just eat one super donut. Buy 27 and be forced to eat about 16 of them. The nostalgia and deliciousness and heartburn will kick in after donut six. The shame kicks in around 12. God bless Evan Minsker. So, Evan, thank you for that heartfelt. um, Evan proves a rule, something I've always believed, that if you expose yourself to anything enough, your opinion on it will reverse. I think you, Evan's got super donut. So- I think he's got super donut Stockholm syndrome, and I think that yeah. they, they taste worse than AIDS, and no one should ever eat them ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's probably stretching it. I bought one on eBay, so we'll see how that. Did works. you really? Hell no! What? <laughs> Buy donuts on eBay? What are you a child? Uh, Evan There's actually a gave box me a big of them sitting next to the bongs at my local uh, gas station. I I plan on eating one. Did you say next to the dongs? <laughs> yeah, next to the dong mats. Um, I just, I, 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 they're the worst food I've ever consumed. Uh, I, Evan wow. gave me a bag of them to, to give to you guys. And I forgot which, for which you're welcome. Um, is it possible that they are both the best and worst food you've ever consumed? Because like 12 years ago, they were totally the best food. Yeah. They were really good 12 years ago. Maybe they're just the same ones. <laughs> so they fermented. They stopped making uh, them in like 1993. Exactly. Exactly. These are really good. Fresh. Yeah. But 12 years later. Uh, so uh, I want to hear Griffin's last question. But first, I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging in with us. Thank you for allowing us to take a week off to recharge. Sometimes we need that time to ourselves to become smart again because we let all our smart go every week through the microphones. Then we have to get it back. Um, so thank you for that. Um Thank you to everyone who has purchased T-shirts. There are still plenty of T-shirts available if you would like to purchase them. Uh, you can check that out uh, on mbmbam.com. There's a, a still a facelift coming there, so make sure to, to get up on that. Um, uh, we also have an app uh, that is also available on the Buy Stuff link on our website. It's called the My Brother, My Brother, Me app experience. Uh, it's got some... some uh, some goofy stuff on there and plus you can listen to every episode of the show straight from your phone it's uh which is super nice um but don't I would like, like to you. throw out a special thanks to the guy at pax that told justin i was his favorite oh yeah oh hey dude at pax you're my favorite whoa um well and i also want to say thank you to jj holder who's the only person i saw at pax wearing a my brother my brother and me t-shirt and boy howdy did he ever get the hug of the century, my friend. Wow. Let's uh we haven't given up our phone number in a while. It's uh it's two zero three Mbim Bam one. That's two zero three M B M B A M one. Uh give that a ring. We've uh we've yeah. actually gotten a couple calls uh over the past week or so, but before that, uh it had been like a month since our last telephone call. So give that a ring. Uh we're not gonna answer, we promise. Uh just leave us a message telling us about your day um, and uh, or, or ask for advice because we'll, we'll dip in there for advice. Uh, as always, we love seeing your, your quote tweets on, on the Twitter with the MBMBAM uh, hashtag and just generally spread the word. A, a lot of people have been helping us out this week in our absence. Brental Floss, Captain underscore US, uh, The Gamer Geek, uh, Kate Nash, 
uh, tons of people have been just really telling people that the most important thing they can do is listen to the show. And that is true, has always been true, will always be true. Just tell a friend. Tell a friend. Um, my good friend John Mahaffey. He spreads the word as, as Johnny Madass on Twitter. So follow him. Follow everybody. Let's get a community going. And don't for forget to poke. Just get those pokes going. Just get those pokes going. If you get a poke, the useless, useless poke, you'll know that somewhere an NBNBAM fan cares about you. What I want to see is people poking people from the NBNBAM uh, appreciation group available on Facebook. Uh, there's also a link to that on our on our site. Don't just uh, don't just poke just all poke the attractive strangers. all the attractive yeah. ladies though. That's that's skeezy. Poke everyone, not just all the attractive femme fatales on the yeah. on the group. In fact, I want to say this: everyone poke my dad. Oh, don't shit. Clint McRae and poke Clint McRae. Uh Oh my god, I, don't do that. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Griffin, I think... Poke your dad square on the lips. Oh, gross. Uh, so, Griffin, uh, just, just stop it. You're the only one who can stop it. you got to stop it. Okay. Uh, let's shut this shit down with a, a Yahoo Answers question that was sent in by Eric. Thank you, Eric. Uh, this one comes to... Uh, oh, this one comes to us by uh, uh, Yahoo Answers user Neutron Solstice, who asks... Does the blood of Jesus cover the sins of Neanderthals too, or just Homo sapiens? <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. It's your dad. Square on the lips. You will never know me. Jesus probably had a little Neanderthal in him, so yes, it also covers 95% of every chimpanzee. They also sh- they share 95% genetic similarity with us. So th- this, this answer is saying that 95% of chimp sins are washed away as well? Not the cardinals, no. Just the, just the you know, the Big Ten. I think I, I read that somewhere in the, in, the, in the Beatitudes, perhaps.